friends. I'm so glad that you tuned in to today's Connected Families podcast. I'm Stacey Bellward. We have a treat for you. Today I have a guest on the show. Emily is a mom to three boys. One son joined her family through adoption. Emily took the Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart online course just about a year ago. And in today's episode, she talks about her journey parenting and some of the huge perspective shifts that have given her a path to walk during difficult parenting days. Well, Jim Jackson, co-founder of Connected Families, welcome to the mic. Hey, I love being at the microphone and and I love hearing from parents like Emily and this interview is so precious. I can't wait. Yes. You know, this is kind of a special time in the Connected Families calendar because twice a year we open up the Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart online course. And we're excited to be highlighting three families in this series that have gone through the course. Fantastic. And so, like I said in the intro, today is Emily. She has a great story. But you know, the discipline that connects with your child's online course, we might describe it as our foundational material. Yep, we do. So could you just comment for a moment, what makes it foundational? Well, it's foundational, Stacey, because in some shape or fashion, everything we do, everything we teach, all of the ideas we share with parents at Connected Families on our website, in our podcasts, in our blogs, in our online courses, it flows through these ideas that this course presents for how to bring the messages of God's grace and truth into the discipline of your kids. Right. So like when we released two new online courses this year, one was The Power of Questions, yep. it goes through the grid of our framework. It does. And so that's why we call it foundational. I had such a great conversation with Emily today. Yeah. I just want to tell you, though, it was funny. She was telling me how she got to know Connected Families. Oh, I love these stories. I know. So she, her kids were little, her boys were, were small, and she was tired. Okay? That sounds familiar. Right? So familiar. She was just exhausted. And so she got away from... From the house, and she went to a conference with her girlfriend. Good for her. And at the conference, guess who's doing a workshop? But you, Jim and Lynn Jackson. I was going to say, Lynn was along. I don't go to a women's (laughs) conference without her. (laughs) And she said her friends were like, "Hey, let's go to this workshop." And she she didn't go because she was so exhausted. She didn't even want to go there and think about parenting. Her friends go off. She does something else. They meet together for lunch. And she asks her friends, how was the Jim and Lynn Jackson, the Connected Families Workshop? And they started telling her about it. And you know, Jim, within minutes, she said, they were all with just big tears in their eyes because what her friends were telling her was... We want connection with our kids. Yeah, yeah. there's so much discouragement among parents, and yeah. they seek encouragement in proper behavior. And what we want parents to understand and help them learn is that, yes, behavior is important to address, but the connectedness, the attachment in these relationships is so critically important to anything that will teach them beyond that. Yeah. And the behavioral stuff, it comes, but if it comes out of the foundation, yes. like you said, of connectedness, of of grace, then it's a whole different breed of living and acting than if it's done through the lens of power and authority. For sure. And this is the story that our listeners are going to hear oh, I can't from wait to hear. Emily today. In fact, she tells this great story of one of her sons who was sneaking fruit snacks and taking them into his room and eating them and then lying about it. Wait a minute, it. was this my mother? <laughs> 
know. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear these stories. Yes. So let's get wait on to, with that. Let's get on with it. And I'm super excited today because I get to introduce to you an alumni, someone who has gone through the Discipline That Connects online course um, about a year ago. And I have asked if she would come online and she would talk to me about her experiences um, learning and then implementing what she has learned in her family and with her kids and her parenting. And so I would like to welcome Emily to the show. Hi, Emily. Hi, Stacy. How are you today? Fine. You're so fine. So why don't you introduce yourself to, to me and to everyone listening? Tell us about your family. I'm Emily. My husband, Martin, is a pastor and we have three kids. They are almost 12, nine, and almost seven. So three boys. And I think I took my first Discipline That Connects course about three years ago, I think, maybe even a little bit more. And it really, really, really changed our family. Like it really was God's provision for us to give us some wisdom about some healthier ways relating with our kids. And Good. Tell us, what was your family like at the time? Well, you know, we had two really lively little boys that were five and seven, and we adopted our youngest when he was a little over three. And so we were really prepared for adopting a three-year-old and the attachment that we needed, the bonding process we needed to go through with him. Like we were ready for that. And what we did not anticipate, just what a rough transition it would be for everybody. And, you know, he didn't sleep. We needed to be able to bond with him in a really safe way. I mean, there's, you have to just really build that bond brick by brick with that child and takes a lot of focus and it can be intense. Our other kids started acting up though. And so we didn't know how to, we didn't want to be disciplining our older boys in the way we always had, which was like, stop that. No, really stop that. No, mm -hmm. really stop that, you know, and you're just getting more, you know, it, we didn't want to have like yelling or anything going on during this period of time with our new child, but yet it was getting really intense. The older boys were kind of showing their own signs of stress with this big intense change in our, in our family. Our newest son was grieving and going through all the emotion that goes with being three and being adopted. And it was a really intense time for our family. I was extremely worn out. I went to a conference with some friends and and Lynn and Jim were there and a couple of women I went with just great moms. They went to that breakout session because they just wanted to learn how to be better moms. And I was in a place where I couldn't even, I had just gotten away for 24 hours and I literally didn't even want to think about my kids because it felt so intense at home, trying to do the right thing, feeling like it wasn't working, feeling overwhelmed. So my two friends went to the session and we all met up together at lunch and I asked them about it and they started talking about what they had learned. I just felt like this is what I need. Like I need help to do this. And we all of three of us were just sitting there with tears in our eyes talking about how we wanted to relate to our kids, mm -hmm. the values we wanted our children to have, but how so often we're just reacting out of old scripts or stress. So I went home and I prayed about it and I took the first course. I wanted my husband to do it with me. He didn't do it the first time. I just throw that in there because I know I'm not alone in that. He ended up seeing how much it really was an approach I was committed to. And he did do it with me when you guys relaunched the course. We did it together. That's pretty common. Yeah. Good. Wow. And so tell me the last time we went through it and even tell the listeners, how does the process work and how did it go for you? Did you find time for it in your schedule? I mean, I think you make time for it. I don't think anybody feels like they have time for one more thing. I think most of us as parents are running on all cylinders. So 
all the time, you know, so I think making time for it, doing it again was useful because as a family, we're in a totally different place now and my children are older, you know, so they have different kinds of things going on developmentally. And so taking it a second time was really, really beneficial for me. So tell me what some of your biggest takeaways were. I think one of the biggest in the course, whenever I, I recommend the course to people and I always say finish the whole thing, because if you just do the first couple levels of that pyramid, you're going to be up a creek. So the okay. whole the next course is around a framework and it's got four levels, right? Mm -hmm. And the first level communicates the message. You are safe with me. Yes. And the second level communicates the message. You are loved no matter what. And the mm -hmm. third level communicates the message. You are called and capable. And the fourth message communicates you're responsible for your actions. And so the course is eight sessions. Each session takes about a half an hour of video and mm -hmm. you can go through it in your own schedule. And so when you say going through the four levels, so the course chronologically goes through all the four. So there's a lot and, of information there, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a lot when, when it's said like that, but it mm -hmm. felt simple to me compared to, you know, reading a parenting book that has all these chapters and all these things. I mean, it felt like this filter I could flow through when I'm thinking about how my kids are doing and how I'm doing with my kids. When I have a child that's struggling, I can start at the bottom and kind of think and pray through those different things and, and you know, ask God to show me where, what's going on here. And it really reinforced what we were trying to do with our, our newly adopted son, just how amazing that attachment process is and how biblical it is and how much it mirrors how God attaches to his children throughout the Bible. I mean, I get so excited just seeing those connections in the Bible to how God starts with people just on that. And Jesus, even in his interactions with people, starts on that lowest level of the pyramid. Like, you know, you're safe with me. Mm -hmm. It's so basic. But until our kids feel that, really go anywhere else. At that level, we teach one of the most basic things is to be slow, low, and listening, right? So we're switching from fast, large, and loud. Like so many of us parents, like we come in and we're fast, large, and loud trying to deal with the situation at hand. And I'm sure, Emily, you never, ever came in like that, did you? <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> he was fast, large, and loud. And I was sometimes just trying to figure out like, you know, my own reaction to that. It was so intense. It scared me sometimes how he could be. So I did not know, hey, there's other ways to do this rather than just be faster, larger, louder, really intense child you, you've been given. So the course is so awesome because then it just flips it for you. It gives you, here's what it, here's what the, the goal is. Slow, low, and listen. And it gives you examples of what that really looks like in the heat of the moment, right? It's so good. So I'm hearing that, that what the framework did for you was gave you a pathway. Mm -hmm. It's like a new grid that you can layer on to how you interact with your kids. And when you're stuck, you're like, you know, okay, uh-oh, how do I go forward with this? How do I even deal with this? Right. And now that you've gone through the course, you're able to think through, okay, what does safe look like to my mm -hmm. child? How can I communicate you are loved no matter what, no matter mm -hmm. how you're behaving right now? And then how can I call out capability in them? And then the fourth level, how can I correct? How can mm -hmm. I communicate to them that you are responsible for your That's actions? Right. That's yeah. right. So you left off at loved and how you've been able to bring safety and love to your family and your boys. And you were saying that even at their different developmental stages, as they grow up, that the mm -hmm. course has been applicable to them. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we still have times where we get off track, but I think the difference for me now is I know that. Like I know, you know, before I took this course, I could be parenting 
or, you know, interacting with my children in a way that was loud and, you know, whatever. And I, I just didn't have, it's just that, you know, it's that Romans 12, your mind can be renewed. You know, you get better information and you, you can work out of that. And I think for me, it's not that we don't ever make mistakes anymore, but it's that I know, okay, that's not how I want to interact with my kids. And I, I can see it for what it is now. And I can see it for how ineffective it is. Yeah. And even for me, just teaching me how to come back from those moments with my children in a way that sets a good example for them. I mean, that's, that was huge too. go to my kids and say, you know what? I don't like how that went. Like you were upset. I was upset. We had a problem. How could we do that differently? You know, how could we have a conversation where we could solve that problem together? But the course really teaches you how to do that and understand what's going on in me. I think that Lynn and Jim did a great job teaching me what it looked like to recognize my child's gifts and to understand that each one is kind of like a coin and there's going to be a flip side. Yes. So if I have a child that really is a wonderful writer and winning spelling bees and super funny and witty, he's going to be the same kid that is going to say some stuff to me that I'm going to go, wow, did that really just come out of your mouth right now? And I'm going to feel like, oh, you know, and I think I How just, dare you talk to me that way? <laughs> I just fall apart, you know, and it would just become this huge, unproductive thing. You, your mind and your mouth are so closely connected, buddy. And you are going to have words that pop into your head so fast. Yeah. You know, are in overwhelming situations. They don't know what to say. Not you. I mean, you got ideas and you're a really good communicator. You've got to have to slow down and think before you talk when you're upset. And I mean, we're never going to stop working on that with him. And I love that. Emily, I love that so much. We call that the gifts gone awry. Right. And we have a huge chunk of the course. One of the sessions is talking about the gifts gone awry. We also do workshops on it because it takes <laughs> talent to misbehave, doesn't it? Some kids are really talented. <laughs> And in gym teach you, you know, with a child like that, you know, you're responsible. That, that caused damage when you said that, you know, when you said those things that hurt your brother. And then why don't you take some time to calm down and think about how do you really, you know, what do you really want your brother to know about how you feel about him? And we have them do those lists. Go tell me four, you know, Lynn and Jim taught me kind and true things. What are four kind and true things about your brother? And go write those things down and bring them to me. And, you know, we have some really sweet notes that have been written. I mean, been forced, but they still are sweet. So they each have their different thing that they're going to lean towards. That's mm -hmm. kind of just like I do, just like my husband does. Yes. You know, person has that mixed bag of things when we're following Jesus and when we're not, and when we're right. focused on Christ and when we're not. Because Ephesians 2.10 says that we are all God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. And so mm -hmm. that is just who we are. It's our identity. But sometimes those giftings come out a little crooked because of kids' immaturity, but actually even because of, you know, our own immaturity as adult. So how much of a mind shift was that whole idea of gifts gone awry for you to really look at the, the gifting underneath the misbehavior? I think what made it so powerful was that it was still connected to the correction piece. Because I think sometimes as a mom in culture, you hear people, you know, a child's misbehaving or being naughty. And it's like, oh, he's just this, or he's just whatever. And it's like, they're made for the character issues. And so I love that Lynn and Jim, they say, no, this is connected to a gift but it still is something to correct. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Don't say, oh, he's so precocious. That's why he's so sassy, you know, and just let it be. You know, it's still something that you work on and you correct and you pray for and you treat as the, the maturity issue that it is. So I'm looking at my child with empathy, them trying to figure out how to drive this machine that is their personality and their gifts and it feeling out of control to them. But I'm also calling them to 
a higher standard and also to a path where they'll they'll experience God's blessing as they use the gifts the way that God wanted them to use them. You know, if you cut someone down verbally, you cut yourself out of relationship with them. You isolate yourself. You know, you become someone that maybe people don't want to tell the truth to because they're a little scared of you because you get a little scary when you're mad. You use your words to build bridges. You use your words to be a peacemaker. You use your words. I mean, that's the same child that I have seen stand up for kids. More times than I can count, I have watched them be the one to say what needs to be said to stand up for somebody else. You know, it's just kind of balancing that out and letting them be human and letting them be in process with God. Such an important perspective shift for parents though, you know, because if we're looking at their behavior as as all or nothing, then there's so much anxiety that comes up in us and there's so much correct, you know, we need to correct right now to fix this behavior. But the perspective shift to look at the gifting that is in Mm -hmm. my child and Mm -hmm. I, as the parent, need to bring my God-given wisdom to this, you know, or even the prayer for wisdom in the moment. Okay, Lord, help me shepherd this. How do, you know, how do we guide this child towards the gift that you've put in them? Right. There's such a different tone, isn't there, in how we deal with that correction? Because then I heard you go right to the top layer of our framework, which is correct. And that's where the first, you know, the first thing we do is think about in terms of righting our wrong. And when the child use their words to hurt someone or tear down the bridge, all of that, those are called natural impacts. So what were the natural impacts of your behavior? Right. Isn't that a beautiful, almost kind question to ask our kids? Because they're responsible for their behavior. That's the point of it. Right. Yes. And this is a great course for anyone that kind of can have trouble figuring out where they end and where their kids begin. And that was something that was a major issue for me when my kids were little, just feeling like I didn't know, like, what are they responsible for? And what am I responsible for? And that was, I think that Lynn and Jim do a great job of teaching boundaries, you know, between parents and children that are healthy. And if that's something that maybe anyone is feeling like maybe they need to do a little work on, I think this class does a great job teaching that without actually using some of those terms It teaches those healthy concepts of this is where you end and this is where your child begins. This is your responsibility mm-hmm. and this is their responsibility. So with correction, I think a lot of times I would reach over to their side and try to connect dots for them. I would add punishment to a situation where there were already natural impacts mm-hmm. and a kid would maybe feel like their heart was more hardened towards me because I was being too hard on them. Yes. You know, so noticing that some situations already had impacts for them and I could point those, help them see those things, but I didn't necessarily need to layer on more. I mean, I, I did not come from a Christian family. So a thing I really struggled with was being scared. I was going to damage my kids by using the Bible or Jesus in their discipline. I know that probably sounds silly <laughs> to people who were raised in Christian families, but I knew so many adults that had wounds from those kinds of things and I had never seen it done well. So I just did not know how to do it. And sometimes I wouldn't. And this, this course really, Lynn and Jim really taught me, this is how you apply the Bible well. And this is how you soften your child's heart towards the gospel. I mean, I, I have seen that in my house. I have seen my kids understand through me being a person that is there with them in their hard moments, loving them and helping them solve their, you know, correct their wrongs and move on and forgive. I've seen them have softer hearts towards God. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are the things that just bring tears to your eyes. I can think of those examples of my kids seeing that they don't feel condemned in that moment. You know, they feel grace and they feel like I messed up, but I can say sorry and be forgiven. 
forgive and I move on. And that's what the gospel does for me. So yeah, that's a really sweet aspect of it too. If you didn't grow up or you didn't feel like you had an example of using your faith and discipline, I think that's really what this course gave to me more than anything, just knowing how to do that well. That's so beautiful because that is, you are responsible for your behavior and it's giving both the parent and the child the tools to bring reconciliation the gospel that, yes. that just because something went wrong mm-hmm. doesn't mean like I can fix it I can do what needs to be done to mm-hmm. bring restoration to the situation or to the person and then I can be clean I can be forgiven that's so beautiful I remember you leaving a comment because I am the online course moderator. And so I'm there answering everyone's questions and helping them as they move through the course. And I remember you commenting to someone else. In the very last session of the course, we do a whole bunch of role plays. Jim and Lynn role play being the parent and the kid and different situations where we bring together all four layers of the framework. And one of them was about a tween boy he was maybe nine, 10 years old in this role play. And he had been caught in a lie. And mm-hmm. so we role play it in kind of the, maybe the typical way that parents would respond with very condemning, you lied to me, you know, how could you do this? And uh, But then we do it again. Very, very relatable for me. The first one I was like, oh yeah, like that's totally what I would have done. I would have done the same thing for sure. But then now, now we've come through the whole course. And so then they role play, what does it look like to deal with that situation through the Mm -hmm. framework. So what happens in that role play is that the dad is safe. He's kind. Mm -hmm. He still holds him accountable. He does not accuse him of being a liar. But in the end, he says, okay, hey, bud, you know, I'm concerned that you're having a habit of lying. Why don't we go out to coffee in the morning and we're going to talk about this and we're going to work on a plan. And somebody in the course left a comment like, what? That was like rewarding their behavior. How right. I can't even wrap my head around that. And, you know, I hear that a lot. I see that coming a lot, probably every time that we go through the course. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. your response to it was so cool because you piped in, like, and responded to that person, you know, I would have thought that in the beginning too, but this is the second time I've gone through the course. And I now see the value of connecting first. Right. So tell me more about that progression of your thoughts. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that I love how this course models you know, if we're going to think about how do we want to relate with our kids, let's look at how God relates to us and let's let that pattern for how we relate to our children. So I think about myself, you know, my need to connect with God and my need sometimes where God connects with me, you know, because I'm difficult to connect with sometimes. And I think about how God interacts with me and when I'm seeking God, and it's not just when I'm doing great. You know, we take our kids out to coffee or out to ice cream when they win the game or they, you know, do well on that spelling test or we're just, everybody's in a good mood. And we connect with kids in fun, you know, that connection is built in lightheartedness and fun. And we do that for our kids when they're having great days. But the truth is most of us need a parent or a spiritual parent or a dear friend on hard days too. You know, when do I need that friend to come scoop me up and take me out to coffee when I'm struggling, you know? that's when I need that. And so I totally related with what that commenter was saying. I felt like don't miss that this actually is so good because it seems so counterintuitive to what we learn, you know, and what we learn a lot of times it's really just behavior management. It's not really about a relationship. 
And when our kids are struggling, when our kids are doing things like that, sometimes it is because they're struggling. You know, one of my kids is very creative and he's very sneaky and he actually doesn't usually get in trouble. He's more of the child that is going to avoid trouble. No, he's a child. So what was he doing? He was sneaking all these fruit snacks into his room and eating them and then leaving the wrappers in a very easily discoverable place. (laughs) So I kept finding these fruit snacks and I kept talking to him about it. And, you know, hey, buddy, you know, these are the rules. And you kind of just go through it, but it kept happening. And then you're getting pressed because your child is lying to you. They're hiding. I mean, really being lied to by your own child is like a really rough moment for most of us as parents. It really is a hard thing to process. And so I think having taken this course, I kind of leaned back a little bit and thought through the framework with him. And I realized he was kind of in a place where he was slipping through the cracks. His other brothers are, they're a little bit more, they take more initiative and relationship. They kind of get what they need from me every day on their own. And he can be a little bit more under the radar. And so that under the radar part of him, that makes him quote unquote easy for me at times also makes him sneaky, you know, and things that he won't get caught doing because he doesn't want to get in trouble. And so I just started thinking about that bottom part of the pyramid about you are safe with me and you are loved no matter what. And I just started kind of leaning into that with this child and making sure I was making time to talk to him every day. And you know what? The problem just kind of dissolved. We really didn't even have to talk about it. It was interesting how when he's feeling disconnected from me, he has no problem lying to me or deceiving me. It feels like a fun game. But when he's connected with me, he feels just like us with God. When we're feeling connected to God, we feel our sin. We notice our sin more. You know, when we're disconnected from God, we sometimes don't even know what we're doing and we don't really care, you know? So he was feeling that he was trespassing on his relationship with me and he didn't like that feeling. So that kind of worked it out. Such a good example of what that role play was showing and what we teach in those top levels, like through the whole framework, right? The connection. So those of you who haven't seen it before, it's kind of like a smashed triangle. So those bottom layers are the big, thick, heavier sections of it. And as you get to the top, the correct, it's the smaller part. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is that we spend as parents a lot more time at the bottom, communicating you are safe and you are loved so that there's less time needing to be spent at the top, the correct part. And right. your story about the, the, the jelly beans or the, the fruit snacks mm-hmm. was just a perfect example of that. That was beautiful, Emily. Thanks for that story. So now after you've taken the course a few times... How's your family doing? Well, I think, I mean, God just really brought us a lot of wisdom through this course and other things. I think his plan for me was, you know, wanting to help me, wanting to help me raise my kids the way that he wants me to raise my kids. So I feel like this course was one of several things he brought into my life at a time where I was ready to learn and grow that have taught me how to have healthier relationships with my kids. I mean, I have to tell you, like their sibling conflict class that you guys put up for the kids. I'm going with my kids through that course and I'm like, oh, this is how you solve a conflict. Yeah. I learned how to fight better with my husband through putting my kids through that class. I kid you not. So I've just learned a lot about relationships and what you said about, yeah, you spend less time at the top. I feel like I enjoy my children the way I always wanted to, you know, it's not because they're perfectly behaved. I mean, at all. And it's not because perfectly behaved, but it feels like there's this pressure that has been lifted off of me 
to have all the answers. And Lynn and Jim taught me to be okay with the fact that I need help raising my kids and I need help from God and I need to ask him to help me. I really felt like I had to be completely competent as a mother and I wasn't. And I was just kind of scrambling, you know, trying to feel like I knew what I was doing. And underneath it, I, I just didn't know what I was doing. And I just needed help. So they really kind of have been, even though I've never met them, kind of those mentors that I needed to teach me, you know, a healthier way to relate with my children. And another thing is just it gives you that common language. If you are, you know, raising your child with a spouse, my husband and I have that common vernacular now that we've taken the course together the second time where we can say things like, you know, when this whole pandemic things started and our youngest son was really kind of regressing. You know, we could say things like we really need to focus on the bottom of the pyramid with this kid right now. We both knew what that meant Mm -hmm. and we were able to, you know, do that together. And I guess the last thing I would say that is really has been important for me in my marriage is realizing that you can have a unity of vision with your spouse, but you don't need to be perfect replicas of each other. You don't need to handle every situation the same way if you have the same vision for your children. And I think that that has brought some, you know, just brought taken pressure off of us as a couple too, to feel like we have to, you know, mm-hmm. be perfect consistent in how we handle every situation. It really is more about having the same vision for our children together. And I think that has been good for our marriage. I know that's been good for our marriage. Emily, this has been such a wonderful conversation. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming on and sharing your story and how the Discipline That Connects online course has shifted your perspective and helped you parent your beautiful children. And so thanks so much for coming online. Oh, thank you guys so much. I mean, thank you. It's been a huge blessing in our lives that we've had this resource. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Two times a year, we open up our foundational online course called Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart. And we are at that time of the year right now. Registration for the course is open. Thousands of families have gone through the course and experienced practical tools that bring lasting change. If you are interested in getting more information about the Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart online course, go to connectedfamilies.org.